<laughs> this is Jean. This is Rose. This is Nicole. And this is Daniel. And this is a Panay podcast to magically disappoint your parents. Ew. Ew. <laughs> my cat like slapped me she didn't like that <laughs> all right everyone it's uh, i feel like it's been a million years but let's check in how y'all doing um i mean like i had a really bad cooking accident where <laughs> where i got hot grease um on various parts of my body um Not but good. you know what i'm okay i'm okay i'm a little itchy I'm a lot, lotle itchy, but other than that, um, I'm fine. <laughs> you make, you make looking injured cool. I mean, you got like a. That a summer flash. glow. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm really, um, cosplaying as a disgraced Fire Nation, uh, <laughs> community member. So. Oh, thank Bend you for, for being life. here. Thanks thank for having you. me. With your fingerless oh, gloves. I have an aloe vera plant. Like I can cut off a whole leaf for you, and I, I mean, it's supposed to help with burns and everything. It really does help. Um, I've got some aloe in the fridge that I've been slapping nice. on every couple hours. So you're glistening. Thank you. All right, how you doing, Daniel? Um, doing great. I this is my last week of teaching, and it's summer break, baby. Hey, yes. Look at your looks. Look at that scarf. <laughs> Pride. Ready, yes. ready to take over the world. Ready to. How about do you, Rose? You've had some weeks off from school already. Um, yeah, but at the same time, it feels like I don't know. Ever since lockdown, it just feels like this elongated, weird, like limbo area where I'm like, I don't think I went on break, but I have, but <laughs> I'm not really. And like job and work, and then like. At my school, we're having a drive-in slash drive-through happening for our seniors on Friday, aka Fun. tomorrow. I'm like, work is never really over. If you think about it, nah. <laughs> but teachers keep teaching. Teachers keep teaching, no matter what we do. And uh, what else? Oh, I mean. I got plants with Daniel yesterday. That was fun. Oh, plant babies. Your plant Daniel's parents now. now. Yeah, plant parents. Hashtag plant, parents. plant parenthood. Or eco-feminist, too? Yes. Yes. And I'm actually really mad because my freaking cat chewed off the new plant. Sad. (laughs) The siblings are fighting. (laughs) No. No. But it's all good. So that's that. Thank you for being here, all of you. I know we're on tight schedules all around. I also know that um, each of you have been doing the work. during the Black Lives Matter movement in the best way and allyship possible. And I just wanna recognize, um, just wanna recognize uh, the work that you're doing and continuing to do. And I also wanna take a, a two to three second pause in our episode to acknowledge those we've lost um, to the pandemic and protests. So thank you again um, for showing up as your best selves. Um, This episode today, we're trying to keep it lighthearted in a tough time, is 2020 Queer Dating Apps. Wah, wah, wah. Um, Also, um, that's why our friend Daniel Salen and profiling with (laughs) (laughs) I know that uh, I know that podcast is a podcast or a visual medium, but I'm going to go ahead and just... (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, that was supposed to be a joke. No one laughed. Oh, I did. I chuckled. Did no one hear the chuckle? I'm wearing a um a rainbow bandana as a cravat. Um, it's so cute. Say that a little more slowly. Uh, rainbow bandana as a cravat. So. Taking style notes, y'all. Um, and yeah, I am styling. Thank you, Jean. I was very impressed. So why this topic? Why are we bringing up queer dating apps in a time of social distancing because oh go ahead nicole yeah yeah, yeah. well um i think that the our last two um queer dating episodes were kind of kind of hella heavy <laughs> and and like, like how do you date and what happens when you break up but we never really touched on like how do you go and find other folks to date oh i feel like i suck at dating especially like dating apps well, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up, Rose, because maybe um, our folks may feel the same way, right? So this is a space and time to dish it out and take some notes and really um, look back on having to deal with the internet and the reality of um, being queer, too. So let's get to the uh, dirty deets, my friends. What are the apps that are available right now and its mechanics? Do you know? So we, we have kind of like a running list right here. Um, Nicole brought up that there might be like a two categories. One of them is for mostly straight, but, but also gay options. Like the first one, like OkCupid, um, and then Tinder, um, you know, very familiar. And then like these two I'm not quite familiar with, Bumble and Hinge. And um, Nicole, uh, which ones are you most familiar with? Like out of like the list that, um, like the four that I've just listed out? Of of like the mostly het with a sprinkling of gay options. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, so I met my wife on OkCupid, um, but I have also um, dabbled in Tinder and Hinge. Hinge is like very aesthetically pleasing, but like I don't, I didn't like how it functioned as an app. Like it wasn't user friendly to me, but this was also like two years ago. So no, it's because like, okay, so um, ever since I graduated from high school, I was always like, you know, on and off on dating apps. And like, I actually like have dabbled in OkCupid, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, um, and some of our queer apps, which like, you know, our list out is like, you know, Her, um, Zoe. Uh, those were the ones that I like dabbled into. And it's funny how like over the years, how these mostly the like, you know, hetero apps had like, you know, shifting and morphing to cater towards, you know, like, you know, queer communities, um, especially in like showing how like some people identify specifically, I'm looking at you, Tinder, because um, <laughs> Tinder like is notoriously like, like straight. And then it's like only till like these recent years, like, like the last two years, like has it actually started to function for like, you know, queer folk. And it's just funny how like, these apps are now starting to you know really like broaden their scope for more people so it's just always interesting to see how dating apps and dating in general like are now like this weird hybrid in our current like you know generation and I always feel like I'm at odds with like no I should just let it happen or no that's really hard to like find people because like it's a really really like you know like small space to start finding like you know 
other queer people to date and like it's I don't know does anyone can anyone else chime in on this like to explain like my feelings well Vegas is hella weird to begin with Ooh, where like um when you have well so queer community is very small out here like I've said before um so if you've dated one person you've pro- like you probably have the same friends on Facebook um, and um but if you so like I've used here and I looked at Tinder outside of Las Vegas um, and so like I I opened it up when I was up in San Francisco for Pride a couple summers ago and like oh. wow the options are <laughs> are like I felt like a like a queer in a candy store um, so <laughs> like it is you see the same profiles in Las Vegas on like every dating app right um, because it the it's very the dating pool out here is very small um and uh also like vegas is also weird because of the industries out here like casino industry so like folks have very different schedules as like we don't just have nine to fives out here there's like graveyard shifts and stuff like that so it's especially hard to like um like coordinate your times to right. get to know other people mm-hmm. um and i think like online dating is also fucking weird because um like you can only get to know a person so much through interacting through like text and an right. app right. um and then like so and it could be that folks are not how they seem to be <laughs> when you interact with them in person Right, like um, their presentation, like on their apps is or on ooh. their profile, isn't necessarily doesn't necessarily match how they are in person. Yeah, so I really like OkCupid for obvious reasons, but they're like so they have like a personality quiz test, whatever, and that's how you match up with other people. Um, mm-hmm. And like you can really find your match, but you can also find a match who is not honest with the things that they answer. So, like, saying that you're, um, like, progressive, but your actions make you more of, like, a centrist, um, or, or, like, more, like, right, uh, like, just a, a smidge left of center, like, <laughs> like, that means a lot to me. Yeah. And on what Nicole said about, uh, like, how the, the casino industry is here. Also, there's a tourism industry, because, like, sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'll, like, talk about, like, the app that I use a lot, um, Grindr. Um, like you'll see like the regulars, you'll see the people mm-hmm. that like live in Vegas, but then you'll also see people that would say like, Oh, I'm visiting from like California or like I'm visiting from like Ohio or sometimes like, I'm visiting from New Zealand. And I'm like, Oh, how long are you here for? <laughs> like, Oh, three days. And I'm like, time to get it on, I guess. So I will. Like, yeah. That's, it's convenient. What you're looking for in the moment. Right. Like I well, love, I love a person that just comes through and leaves yeah it's very no great. strings attached but then sometimes I'm like but I want some strings attached oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it'll never make that noise again oh. <laughs> um I want to ask like um I want to ask y'all too like what's your mo with these apps mm-hmm. or does it like depend on um on like the situation I know that Nicole already talked about like that um that people that um just like pass through, very, very simple, very easy. But are there other MOs on this app? 
sorry. <laughs> I was just thinking like how like each one has a different kind of vibe to it, right? Um, for me, okay, Cupid feels more in depth because of that questionnaire system, because they have like over like hundreds of questions in order to like, you know, quote unquote, accurately match you to someone. Um, but like Nicole, like mentioned before, is that it can be very tricky because you can look at someone's profile and then change your answer in order to match, you know, their uh, thoughts and values. Um, but, you know, that's how it is with OkCupid. I just feel like sometimes like it gives you the option to be more in depth. Whereas Tinder is kind of like, you have to dig a little bit deeper if you're looking for that. And it's also kind of like how notorious like an app can be for like quote unquote hooking up mainly. Um, and I feel like Bumble, like it's kind of like that in between, between OkCupid and Tinder. And that like, it poses like for, for those who aren't familiar with Bumble, they give you like these options to have like three questions on your profile. And like those three questions can kind of reflect uh, like, you know, part of your personality, like, oh, if you were to have dinner with, you know, three people, who would they be uh, alive or deceased? Or um, what causes are you, you know, do you advocate for? Um, and another, like, some, like, just questions like that, that kind of gives someone a little bit more in depth. I feel like they call them uh, cute questions or something like that, in order to kind of be more in depth. And that's Bumble. Hinge, I don't remember exactly the mechanics, but it was very similar to her from what I remember. Like you could make your up your own question or you could uh, pick from a list of questions that they give you in order to put on your profile. And I feel like Hinge, Bumble, they kind of act within the same vibe in comparison to Tinder, but that's probably because like of how, you know, popularized Tinder is maybe that's just my my take on it what do you all think uh yes like hinge and her aesthetically um are very much like tinder like minimalist um and like a lot of swiping um but i think hinge um like uh there's this um how do you call it like hinges i want to say hinge markets itself as like the anti uh tinder as like a hookup thing mm. but it functions very much like a hookup app where like mm -hmm. they're gonna say like uh yeah you can look for something deeper or whatever um <laughs> and use hinge but it's like i guess <laughs> i don't know it, it doesn't um it, it just all seems very much the same right I mean, it's the same for grinder too um for those who are unfamiliar with uh the grinder app it's they're called the gay social networking app. And I'm like, yeah, we're definitely networking something. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but like Grindr, Grindr, Grindr works as like, you see like a grid of people and it tells you <laughs> who is online around your area. Um, and, um, and I literally just got a, um, a message from <laughs> Grindr. Well, from the <laughs> app itself that was just like, hey, happy pride. You have 600 profiles to look at for the next three hours. And I'm like, wow. mm, I don't know if I want to do that right now. Um, it's, it's the 11th. You have time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, tr but truly, like, Grindr, I would say, and I still use it, like, shamelessly. Um, but, like, it's very hit or miss lottery like almost like a lottery system um and it's grimy when people are like let's 
let's um, you know, get coffee or whatever. And then the next thing you know, like you're over their house already naked. Right. Um, and it's just like, there is like our society has blurred like intimacy when friendship and relationships and like all of that stuff into like Great this like, gray, like amorphous thing that I feel like the only thing that we could do is to get on these apps and like, just go with the flow. Right. Like, I, wouldn't it just be way more time saving if folks were just like honest with, right? Them? Like, right. hey, DTF. Yeah. All right. <laughs> See you in like, thirty minutes. Barely Ooh. any sentences crafted. So, have any of you, for the three of you, um, tried to look for long term relationships on this? Yeah, I have. Um, and. I realized, like, personally realized that I can't be in a relationship, um, at least not right now. And, like, in the past times that I've been, I feel like I was using it as forms of escape, um, but also kind of, like, seeking, like, a term of, int- like, looking for a physical intimacy, which is what I should have been more upfront with people about, because that's why I feel a little bit more regretful when I was on these apps is that, you know, I would put my whole, like, you know, like, a good portion of myself on there in that I was very um, vulnerable and honest with people about who I am and what I do. And, like, I feel like giving part of myself, like, I was not ready to get a part of someone else, Mm. you know, that was looking for that. And then I was realizing, like, well, yeah, I probably shouldn't be in a relationship. So I would cut those, uh, you know, people off or I would stop replying and that made me yep I'm a real jerk when I think about it like because I used to ghost people um Mm. because I feel like I didn't have like like the language or like the tenacity to be like really upfront in the past um and that was just me personally uh now I'm more like hey want to go get coffee and then you know maybe just do something after the coffee huh it's it's been more it's been more upfront for me um these days compared to maybe two years ago when someone would like hit me up or I would hit someone up and I feel more like I feel like I get I feel more open to engaging with people and just like you know messaging someone off the bat because like one of the main things that really irritates me on these apps is I'll match with someone I'll message them and I won't ever get a message back or like I feel like there's this like thing that happens where a bunch of people collect like all these matches, but never say anything to them or you never say anything to them either. And like, that's what I was noticing when I was like going through people. Mm. That sounds weird, but like, you know, going through my matches, quote unquote. Right. I, I feel like we've scratched the surface on how you use the apps. Do any of you have interesting stories of like real life interactions with those you've uh, met through these apps? Uh, I'd love to know. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so to, Nicole, Nicole. To, to go back about uh, what Daniel was saying about this being a bit like a tourist city and how folks like just uh, breeze in and out of here, like, oh, I loved that. <laughs> um, and I would say that my profile was like, was very um, detailed and specific with like my politics, um, like the entertainment that I'm into. Um, and stuff like that, uh, just because, like, I didn't want to um, hook up with someone who's 
politics were a complete opposite of mine, no matter like how badly I wanted to get laid, you know? Um, and so I, like it, it, it worked out for me in that sense. Um, and so, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I would say that, like, so someone was coming into town and we, we matched, and this is usually how it goes. It's like, we'll, we'll talk for a couple of days before they come into town. And then um, when they're here, like we meet up and like, I got what I wanted and then we're like done. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I, so like <laughs> the first time that I hooked up with someone, it, uh, they, I think wanted a little more than what, well, just more out of the, um, like they, I think they wanted me to stick around a little longer in the evening. And I was like done at a certain point. <laughs> um, and was just like, well, you know, I am, I got some stuff to do tomorrow. So, um, I will, I will, uh, see you. <laughs> will I know? Who knows? Um, what a gamble. <laughs> Well, and, and that was the great thing about, like, pre-COVID was, uh, like, you have cameras everywhere in the casinos and stuff. And so there's, like, kind of a paper trail <laughs> of where, like, oh, right. this is, and I, I, maybe I'm jumping ahead, but um, there is definitely a difference between um, hooking up with, like, straight-identified penis-having folks and mm -hmm. queer-identified <laughs> vagina-having folks. Um, like, um it's funny hooking up with like other femme folks because it's like we will talk for hours and hours <laughs> and then and then it's like oh did you like want to fuck or something and it's like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, was, I just wasn't sure I, I wasn't sure um and then with like men it's like oh do not talk just like do the thing and shut your mouth and let me be on my way uh type of thing um it's funny and I don't know how else to explain it. Interesting, I guess. I think you made a clear, like, distinguished, like, that, that was a great way to uh, put that in a synopsis here for us. <laughs> have anything to add to that? Yeah, so, um, whereas Nicole was talking about um, hooking up with people uh, because they're tourists, I... Um, was in a sense like the tourist in um, my hometown and this is like one of the first like maybe like a second or third year that I was on like the apps I go home and someone hits, hits me up and I'm just like hello this is kind of strange like <laughs> hooking up uh, like with someone in my very small island town um, <laughs> where like literally there's probably a one person like one degree of like separation if not zero degree of separation um, um, I, so he hits me up, um, and we hook up, we, we had a good time. Um, and then I just turn around cause we were in the living room. He was <laughs> like, whatever. I turn around, um, and I see that he has pictures of his kids and his wife. And I'm like, oh, so that got like really, Ooh. 
freaky and messy. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, how, wait, what did you, like, what, what stuff did you disclose and did not disclose? Because mm-hmm. now we're in like a very messy thing. And then he's, he's explained that, um, that his wife is okay with it. But then in my head, I'm just like, but your wife's not saying that to me. So those are very, like, very sticky things. Uh, in- sticky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and also, like, I think with, uh, with apps such as Grindr, um, there's a lot of, um, like, straight identifying men who are maybe in, like, a questioning, mm-hmm. or questioning their sexuality, or, like, have, like, this, like, open um, attitude towards sexuality that i mean like that that the apps give them space for that but at the same time it's like they need to learn how to um not only navigate their own sexuality but like navigate their sexuality within like amongst their like sexual partners as well because it uh like he might like he may be feeling great i may have been feeling great but then i feel like because there wasn't transparency and there wasn't honesty during that um quote, quote, sexual transaction, it made, it kind of just, like, made me not feel good about, like, what happened. Um, right. Yeah. Did I see him again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did I see him again after that? No, I went back to, I think I went back to my college town. <laughs> um, and thank you for sharing what you want to share. Um, is there any other interesting stories? Um, perhaps you, Rose, on dating app I kind of want to touch back to what Nicole said about how like Vegas is a very small like town in terms of queer dating Mm -hmm. and like that happened to me um where I actually uh met this girl and she was super sweet and everything and um I actually was like her first girl that she dated so and um it was really okay so basically I met her uh, and like, I actually like, you know, like we were flirting back and forth and, you know, she told me she was bi and everything. And then we finally met up in person. Like her profile was very vague in mm-hmm. like, in terms of like, you know, just, oh, uh, live life Hakuna Matata. And I'm like, okay. You know. <laughs> and she, that was literally her slogan. Like she would always say that to me, Hakuna Matata. And I'm like, okay, sweet. You know, like, sure. Ugh. And then, um, we went on like, oh, a four or five dates um Mm. and you know during these days like you know we were getting to know each other and everything and like I was trying to be very clear with her and like so what are you looking for like what do you want out of this you know like like do you want physical intimacy because I was straight up with her and saying like I'm looking for a little like physical intimacy you know Mm -hmm. I I like how things are going right now I like getting to know you um I just want to know where you're at and um you know, she was very shy and um, she was honest with me. She's like, yeah, you're the first girl I've dated. Um, And also she was really religious and she hasn't come out to her family at all. Mm. Um, And like, I feel like there's this thing where it's like, you're either like someone, like either you're reassuring your sexuality or sometimes you might end up being like the person someone uses as a guinea pig to figure that out and in that instance I'm pretty sure I was the guinea pig mm. <laughs> but 
like but like you know at the same time like I feel like I can't be someone to help like you know make that determination because it's all on them to determine that and I guess it's just like that was part of her journey right and what kind of sucked was like we had I found out we had the same circle of friends you know yeah and I was just like well this is awkward you know because um after that like because it was our fourth date where I kind of figured like this wasn't really going anywhere and I feel like she like she wanted to keep talking but it just didn't you know when like you're with someone and the vibe isn't just you know it's not really the vibe anymore Mm. it's just kind of feels like a stalemate and I was just not in it for it and that was that and it was just kind of awkward because at one point like after like um you know we stopped talking uh we both commented on our like mutual friends instagram posts and and they were like oh I didn't know you knew so and so and I was like well, this is super awkward. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like I've for sure had something like that. Similar, I guess. Like, uh, when I was on Hinge, this guy like matched with me, who I definitely knew from my ex girlfriend. Like, oh uh, no, from like her <sighs> when she was in law school. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this. Like, I we I recognize this guy. Like, we know what. But it's like, no, dude, no. <laughs> um, so thanks for sharing um, those stories coming out of these apps. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty, the dirtier deets. And this is a two-parter question. How do the apps inform you about the queer community and about yourself? Um, Nicole? Um, I mean, <laughs> using dating apps in Las Vegas I guess it is kind of a reflection of queer Las Vegas is like very small (laughs) it's reflective of that um and that also that folks come to like when folks are coming through a lot of het folks are looking for a third um is what like I've encountered on Mm -hmm. dating apps um and like this is I don't know, like, if Vegas is, like, their safe space for them to um, explore, Mm. like, queer relationships or whatever, whatever that means for them. Um, um, But I guess, like, broadly, dating, queer dating apps also just reaffirm, like, these stereotypes of queer folks being hypersexual or whatever. Mm. Um, But other than that, like, you know, um, I guess like, oh, I think I'm moving ahead, <laughs> but, uh, you, like you say, dirty deets, or not you, but like the outline says dirty deets. Um, I don't know that like, we should describe it as like dirty, because it's not dirty. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like own our, um, our Wallachia-ness and our, uh, yeah. Like our sexual agency and our mm-hmm. our journey um, without bringing harm to other folks and right. i want to I want to talk about like bringing harm to other folks too, because I feel like there are some um, like problematic things within like um, you know like using the apps and like hookup culture um, I mean for me being like a petite 
gay Asian man, like not only am I fetishized, um, I'm also, you know, like targeted by like indirect racism and discrimination because like you'll see a lot of, um, and like shamelessly, a lot of white folk um, who, or a lot of white guys who would be like, oh, no, um, no femmes, mm-hmm. no, um, no Asians. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that, like that mentality just states that like Asian men are just effeminate. They're like mm. at the, the bottom of like the masculinity totem pole. So and then there's like toxic masculinity just like is um, wow. abounds um, uh, the gay community. Um, and also like I, I said, like no, no femmes, no Asians. The first part of that like, trifecta on um, like grinder profiles is usually no fats, no femmes, no mm-hmm. Asians. So there's also that, um, that body shaming um, that body shaming aspect of like some of the profiles um, on here. Um, I also feel like um, for me, I mean, I've just gotten back on the apps after, you know, like um, after uh, being in a relationship and like getting out of a relationship, I just need to take a break because I know that um, I know that it's going to take a toll on me to try to jump back into like, the dating pool mm-hmm. um and i'd much rather heal before you know i jump back in um but yeah so like in, initially like these dating apps were for me to try to get attention mm-hmm. um that like i don't get but then now that i'm on the apps again it's just that like oh it's not that i need attention it's that like i need to just make sure that the people that I'm talking to and like the people that I'm expending my energy on are the ones that like do deserve it. So then it's like, if they don't talk to me, great. My mental health is a lot better than um, how it was before. Great. Where I try to talk to people who don't want to continue a conversation or even start one. Yeah, very important about seeking that external validation. What about you, Rose? How do you feel the apps inform your um, the queer community and yourself in it? I feel like it really restructures the way we communicate, um, like obviously because it's an online format, right? Mm-hmm. But it definitely restructures the way in which we can like navigate how to uh, have these discussions that like, you know, go along with our identities and like kind of pick out like, because like what came to my mind was this, this this discussion I had with my coworker, and we were the only queer people in our department, you know, mm-hmm. at school. And so like a lot of the times, like we would kind of isolate ourselves and have these discussions about your dating or our partners. And, you know, he would tell me like a lot of the times he felt very, you know, like, you know, scared to have like relationships, like because, you know, of being fetishized, you know, because of what surrounds him as, you know, a thicker, you know, male. Mm. And then for me, like, you know, it's just like, also kind of those worries of like Asian fetishism that usually end up happening. Um, Because like, I can't like, because some people I would match with, I would notice like, oh, they, they're really into anime. Mm. Or they're like, uh, they're like really emphasizing like certain parts in their photos or maybe like and like there's nothing to say there's anything like you know with uh you know cosplaying or you know um you know just like a fandom culture it's just certain certain uh people that is just like you know white people that kind of like really really go ham in 
terms of, you know, Asian fetishism, aka yellow fever. And I've had to, like, you know, dodge those bullets a lot when I, like, was encountering them. And I'm like, probably not. There was one girl. Right. I, you know, I think that Nicole raises a good point about calling it dirtier deeds, right? Because this is, you know, part of the experimentation dating, which is um, pretty much shunned or not talked about in our Filipinx culture. So um, I love how um, in our wonderful discussion here, we're not thinking of the walk of shame, we're thinking of the walk of frame. So I wanted to know your any suggestions, thoughts, or actions on your next dating venture, and how do you plan to take care of yourself in that um, embarking in that adventure? Um, and this is something that Nicole also wrote on um, on the outline too, and like I definitely um, resonate with it. Like have boundaries. Um, know what mm-hmm. know what you're looking for um, and and like let's say that you do go on a day or like you do go hook up like still know your boundaries um, your body is your body mm-hmm. um, and you can say no and and if they don't respect that you probably shouldn't be there anyways like you shouldn't mm-hmm. be there you should not be there if they're not going to respect you and your safety um, that being said, too, like, we're just now opening up Las Vegas. Right. Y'all, be careful. Mm-hmm. There's still a pandemic around. It's still a pandemic. And then on top of that, um, please make sure you're using protection. Mm-hmm. Um, like, no matter what, you know, like, gender, gender you identify with, or no matter whether you're experimenting or not, please use protection. Um, bring your own kit. Like, bring your own right. hoe kit. Like, I, I very much <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> encourage everyone to have a hoe bag um what goes in the hoe bag bag. i need to know i need to take you've got like wipes and a change of underwear if you spend the night like stuff like that um like you can't just always rely on someone else to have protection nice um because like if you want to fuck then you should also be like um proactive in bringing protection um, and then also, yes, boundaries. Um, I mean, I've been pretty fortunate <laughs> in uh, hooking up with cis men that um, when I am no longer interested, um, are like respect me leaving. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, because we live in such a shitty time, um, you kind of have to screenshot like who you're meeting um, where you're meeting and Ooh, good advice. Yeah. Like sending them to your friends. If you have like designated hoe friends, um, right. that can also like, uh, check up on you, share your mm-hmm. location, like have nice. them call you or whatever. If you, if you need that, like, and then throughout the evening or the day, just be like to, um, have that communication going like, yeah, now we're at dinner. Um, yeah, now I, I'm at home or like, you know, like, yeah, we fucked. It sucked. But I'm <laughs> right. I also feel like it's important to like, also keep being in touch with your people during like, you know, what's happening. I mean, like, if you, you know, if you want to have sex, and then like, you text them afterwards. But like, um, I think you should still be communicating with your designated people and communicating that with your, um, the person that you're with. Like, let's say you're on a date, like, oh, I'm just gonna text my friend really quick. Or like, I'm just, um, I'm just going to check in with my, with my sister or something. Right. Um, I think 
um, it just alerts that other person that like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, like they just want to know, like they just want to make sure that like people know that they're safe. And like, fuck this other person, like not literally, but like if they're going to be like, you're on your phone too much, like, no, this is a safety precaution. Like right. if you're going to, if you're going to be weird about this, what else are they going to be weird about? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. I think, um, I think you guys raise a great point because sometimes we get over eager in meeting someone. We forget to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts and actions before we log off today? Thoughts. Any thoughts? T O T S. One thing that came come, came comes to me. Get it? Comes. But <laughs> one thought is just like. Um, Go, go out there confidently, safely, and be ready to, like, you know, be very upfront because I feel like people still, like, have weird communication these days despite the advances that we have in, like, you know, dating. You know, like, don't be afraid to really set your foot down and have those boundaries with yourself, you know, and have the, and I feel like at the same time, go in with intention and, um, protection as you like navigate and I feel like I learned a lot of lessons during this episode today because nice. yeah because like I'm just like I'm still I don't want to say a baby but I still feel that I have a lot of room to grow in terms mm-hmm. of dating especially through these apps because like I used to practice probably like a lot of like these uh methods that we call ghosting or Mm. you know leaving leaving uh like open-ended or uh not being a clear communicator and I feel like those are what's going to determine how you move forward in everything you know and I feel like dating is one of those reflections of yourself so be safe be careful have fun look me up on you know your apps. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you find you. me, don't say anything. Um, <laughs> like uh, to jump, I pee that whatever. Uh, to, um, if you start going on an app to, as like you know, because you want to fuck or whatever, but you, then you end up catching feels and meeting some someone that you want to be like monogamous with, like that's cool too. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's a journey. It doesn't have to be that. Like, there are no strict restrictions of, like, I'm only using this app to, like, fuck or whatever. Like, I just feel like the more that you are open to whatever happening, then, like, um, you don't, like, set yourself up for failure when you don't, like, find that. Um, And, like, like I for sure started getting on apps to to fuck, but I found my wife, you know? Like, like it's a a journey. And, um, like, be kind to yourself and please don't pressure yourself into doing things that you right. don't want to do because you, um, you know, cause you want to fuck or whatever. Like also, also because it's pandemic, I like you could slide in the DMS and we could um, recommend some good toys mm-hmm. if you, if you are uncomfortable with. Um, right. Yeah. Um, thank you for all of your vulnerability. And I'm glad that you could learn and teach each other in this. And I know that our listeners may have additional questions. So again, please, please um, leave a message. Um, We're not experts, but we're living life, right? Um, So thank you again from us at Bruja Baddies. This is Jean. This is Rose. 
This is Nicole. <laughs> and this is Daniel. <laughs> and this is the Tonight Podcast. To magically disappoint your parents. And the people that you ghost. <laughs> 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 <laughs>